Hey, baseball fans, welcome to the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast with your host, the voice of the Apple Sox, Joel Norman. Wenatchee sweeps away its weekend series with a win by 11 runs on Sunday afternoon, 12-1 to over the Bend Elks. What a game this was. The Apple Sox got six really good innings out of Cam Hoyland and then an eight-run seventh inning leading them to victory in this game. Sox got on the board first for the first time this season by scoring two runs in the first inning. Aiden Van Rensum delivered a two-out RBI single, and that gave Wodachie an early 2 to nothing lead to strike first, as I mentioned, for the first time in the summer. Got to get something here if you're the Apple Sox. You open up the inning with the first two hitters reaching on walks. Van Rensum pokes it the opposite way. Over the head of Peterson. In to score Kennedy. Right behind him. Bun charging home. He slides. He's safe. A two RBI single by Aiden Van Rensum. First pitch swinging. Puts the Apple Sox on the board first for the first time this season. They would surrender one run in the bottom of the first. But after that, it was pretty much all Cam Hoyland the rest of the way. Retired 13 consecutive hitters in order at one point. He finished the day six innings, one run on two hits, two walks, and three strikeouts. The one-two. Hoyland looking for his first strikeout, and he'll get it. Off speed, swing and a miss for strike three. Two down here in the second inning. Quickly 0-2 the count to Ty Silva. Popped out to right his last time up, and he is fooled by a third consecutive breaking ball. Swing and a miss for strike three. Punch out number three on the day for Hoyland. And one down to open up the fifth inning. Great game from Hoyland, getting it done in his first start of the season. Wadanshi would score one run in the fifth inning as Garrett Gores attacked the first pitch he saw and hit a solo home run to make it 3-1 Apple Sox in the fifth. In that fourth inning, Gorsk puts a charge into this ball, launches out to left field, and here we go, the first home run of the season for the Apple Sox. Garrett Gores, first pitch swinging, launches this one over the left field fence. In the seventh inning, Wadanshi would tack on eight runs, and really the big blow from that inning was Ty Kennedy's bases-clearing RBI double. Wadanshi only got four hits in the inning, and none of them was bigger than that one. Watanabe has not been able to record it out yet. Now facing Kennedy, who ropes this one down the left field line. That is a fair ball into the left field corner. Easily into score helm. Westerlin right behind him. Voltaggio gets the wave all the way from first, and he will score as well. A bases clearing double by Ty Kennedy to make this a 10-1 Apple Sox lead. Wenatchee has busted through with seven runs in the top of the seventh inning. Sox would tack on a, a couple more after that one. Sack fly off of the bat of Easton Amundsen. He had himself a great day. Two doubles and a single as the Apple Sox would pretty much from there going to cruise control. They got another one in the ninth inning on Garrett Gores adding, having his second RBI single of the game. Three hits for them for him and three runs driven in. The 0-1 offering. That swung on. Hammered out to left field. This ball is going back, and this one is off of the wall. Gores is going to be held up at first with a deep single. By the way, the sun is setting right now amongst the clouds. Kind of hard to see the ball. Amundsen making the right call and holding up to make sure it wasn't caught. Eases into second base, and Gores gets a long RBI single to drive in his third run of the game and played Austin Bunn easily from third base. 12-1 to one Apple Sox here with one out in the ninth inning. The 2-0. -oh. 
Swung on, grounded to the right side, right at Buxton. He flips over to first, and it's in time as the Apple Sox sweep away the Bend Elks to open up the 2023 season. It's the first time in the 23 seasons that these two teams have been facing each other that it's the Apple Sox taking all three games of a three-game set. Wodanchi wins this one by a 12-1 score, scoring eight runs in the top of the seventh inning and heading to home happy. The home opener coming up Tuesday night, and the Sox are 3-0 without having played a home game yet this season. The 2023 season is underway, and new this summer is the Apple Sox 10-game flex pack. For just $60, this new ticket pack includes 10 general admission punches. You can use them all at once or spread the tickets out over the course of the season. The best part is that the 10 tickets can be used for any of the Apple Sox 31 home games. Apple Sox 10-game flex packs are a great way for families to purchase tickets to multiple games, even if they don't know which game they want to go to yet. Head over to AppleSox.com and purchase your 10-game flex pack for a value of $6 per game today. Apple Sox baseball is right around the corner. Starting June 6th, the Apple Sox will be back in action at Paul Thomas Senior Stadium, and we want you to be part of the excitement. Tuesday games got even sweeter with $2 off Tuesdays. $2 off ticket price and select concession items for Tuesday games during the 2023 season. Individual tickets go on sale starting May 14th, but you can purchase tickets right now by buying season tickets or a 10-game pack. For more information, visit applesox.com. We're joined now by the head coach of the Apple Sox, Mitch Darlington, after the Apple Sox 11-run victory in this game. Wodanchi winning 12-1 and sweeping the series. Mitch, a polar opposite start to a year ago. The sun was shining literally and figuratively on the Apple Sox this opening weekend. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, the perfect kind of uh, cap to a, to a really important weekend for us and uh, just really happy with the way we played today. You know, not only... Uh, uh, obviously at the plate, putting up the 12 runs, but really really happy with the pitching performances we got. Um, man, Cam Hoyland on the mound, you know, just an absolutely gritty, gritty performance by him. Six strong innings um, and, and gave us a chance to win. How fun was it to watch him work? I was talking with him about his, his approach going off speed on a lot of those uh, right-handed hitters, doing a good job pounding the fastball on the lefties. Yeah, absolutely. You know, not only not only the way he was attacking guys, but, you know, just his poise on the mound. You know, he'd get runners on, settle in nicely, really working hard to get another ground ball. Um, you can just tell, man, he's got the right mentality, and, and he's a true pitcher to the cord. Nothing really shakes him, nothing really rattles him, and uh, he just he just leads our defense. Such a great job from him in this one. The longest an Apple Sox starter has gone early on in the season, and Mitch, you've got to be pretty excited about not just what the offense has done, obviously with an 11-run win, but what the pitching staff has done. You never had to use more than two relievers in any game this weekend. Your starters only got better every day. Four innings on Friday, five innings Saturday, six innings on Sunday. What gives you? What's given you so much confidence in this pitching staff early on? Yeah, we just got a bunch of dudes that that, that attack and fill up the zone, um, you know, and we limit the errors. We, we were just trying to limit those walks and those mental mistakes, and um, we got guys that get up there and fill it up and, and pound the zone. So, um, you know, that, that was kind of a big thing this offseason. We really wanted to improve our pitching staff from a year ago, and uh, I think we have the right guys in place this year to, to do that, and, and it's showing early on here. Garrett Gores, another great day at the plate. Three RBI for him home run in the fifth inning 
you know, if you told me a year ago that Juan Garagorz is going to be back next year and he's going to hit a home run, I'd say, what are you talking about? As a hitter, we, you know, he'd be used primarily as a pitcher. Boy, man, he's just continuing his work at the plate right from where he left off with Spokane Falls, isn't he? Absolutely, yeah. You know, Gore's really, when we when we signed him and re- returned him back, we were kind of thinking about Gore's on the mound, and really we weren't thinking about Gore's at the plate, but um, he's going to keep getting his opportunities to swing it, and um, right now he's producing, man. He uh, he had a great spring at Spokane Falls, and, and you you kind of can see why Gonzaga's bringing him in as a two-way guy. Yeah, so fun to watch what he did. Also, a nice day for Easton Amundsen. We talked about him kind of being snake-bitten the first two days. Love the at-bats he had. Nearly went deep a couple of times today. Boy, it looked like he had a grand slam back in that uh, fourth inning, but sure made up for that two doubles and a single in there as well. A nice day from him. I think that was a real confidence boost for him getting some hits and really getting rewarded for his approach. Yep, yep. That's the guy that we brought in here, you know, Easton that's kind of what we envisioned for him you know those first couple days just letting the ball get a little deep getting sawed off but um you know he's going to find some barrel this spring or uh, this summer for us and uh I'm, I'm excited to see it as we get back to paul thomas speaking of heading back to paul thomas you get a chance to go there tuesday night much needed off day tomorrow to recover and get set for that one how exciting is it to be heading home three and zero this season oh man you couldn't write a better script to to be able to come back to wenatchee and, and be off to a hot start the way we got off and um, but, you know, it resets, you know, get a nice off day tomorrow, and then uh, we get to play in front of our home fans and have Quincy Vassar get the ball and, and see what we can do. What, do you has to, what has to continue from this past three-game series into the series against Springfield to get another series victory? You know, it, it really a lot of it comes down to our pitching staff, man. Our, our bullpen all weekend has came in and been lights out, and uh, that's what has to continue. Get those good starts, give us a chance to win, get us through four or five innings. Um, and then hand the ball to the bullpen and let them do their thing. So um, offensively, really like where we're at. You know, obviously saw it well today, swung the bats well, so hoping to carry that over Tuesday and uh, and see what we can do. Felt like you guys just got better and better every single day of this series. Mitch, looking forward to talking more on Tuesday and looking forward to playing some games at home. Thanks for joining us here. Appreciate it. Thanks, Joel. That's the Apple Songs head coach, Mitch Darlington, joining us here on the Apple Songs post-game show after Wodanchi's 12-1 victory against the Bend Elks. What a weekend trip for Wodanchi. First ever sweep of the Elks in the 23-year history of these two teams have played, and they get it done on the road here at Vince Gannis Stadium. Apple Sox heading home Tuesday night. They'll take on the Springfield Drifters, and we hope to see you at Paul Thomas Senior Stadium for that one. Wenatchee against Springfield, 6.35 p.m. Tickets as affordable as $5 on a $2 off Tuesday. You can save on not just tickets, but also select concession items at the Apple Sox third base concession stand. Get your tickets for that game at the gate or at applesox.com. 6.35 p.m. start for each of the next four games. It's coming Tuesday through Friday, 7.05 p.m. fireworks night on Saturday against Victoria. The Apple Sox pick up a 12-1 victory in the series finale to sweep away the Bend Elks and improve to 3-0 to open up the 2023 season. What a huge weekend for Wenatchee, capping it off with a big Sunday performance. And a big reason why they were able to sweep it was the phenomenal effort on the mound from Cam Hoyland. Six innings of work from you in this one, Cam. First start of the season, you got it done. What was the key to you today just dominating on the bump? Uh, the key to me was just... Uh, filling up the zone, getting ahead early. Um, I came in with the intention of just letting them hit it and let my defense play and see what they can do. And, I mean, I've had good intentions going forward, and I stuck to my my cues, my mechanical uh, adjustments that I've been working on and let everything play. 
Correct me if I'm wrong, it looked like on a lot of right-handed hitters, you were sending them soft and away, off speed on them, and it seemed like a lot of the left-handed hitters, you were willing to challenge them with your fastball. Was that a, a plan heading in? Yeah, me and uh, me and Westerlin talked before the game about uh, just kind of pitching every guy a different way, um, and if going off of adjustments of how they swing it and how they are how they're receiving my pitches, um, like a lot of guys, the changeup was working real well to keep them out front, and for the lefties, yeah, I was looking forward to challenging them, um, and they they weren't really able to catch up a whole lot. No, not too much in this one. What was it like working with Cade Westerlin? Your first time pitching with him this summer with the Apple Sox. It was fantastic. His pitch calling was great. Um, I was presetting pitches in my in my glove, ready for his call, and it was right almost every time. Um, I rarely had to shake off, and that was that's pretty rare for a first time with a new catcher. He did a great job, and he got me a lot of good pitches, and he looked great back there. It seemed like you guys had a real good rapport all game. Your rhythm was good. You were working pretty quickly. It felt like the whole night. Yeah, um, I found a rhythm early and uh, just rode with it. Um, and whenever they had some, some sort of momentum, I had to step it up a little to try and kill it. You did a great job on this one, Cam. A couple of uh, three strikeouts in total for you in this one, just the two hits. That first inning, the one run allowed, but you buckled down after that. We had a first inning without three runs in the bottom half. How good did that feel first off? Yeah, we made a joke before the game that uh, I was going to intentionally give up three runs just so we could secure the win it seems like that was kind of a tradition um yeah just a few few weird plays to start it off um i mean they i i wasn't really phased by it because they weren't very uh, hard hit balls um and i knew that i was gonna just do keep doing my thing and let it let it play you had a stretch at one point of 13 consecutive hitters retired in order you know is at that point is it pretty much as simple as just playing catch after a while the way it probably felt yeah, I mean, I was feeling confident, and I, I, when you're rolling like that, you kind of just forget about when the last time they got a hit or the last time a runner was on base, and uh, I just feel confident with every pitch that I was throwing. Sure worked out really well. Cam, it was a ton of fun watching you work here today. Can't wait to see you on the bump again. Thank you very much. That was Cam Hoyland joining us here, Apple Sox pitcher today. He had been in center field the last couple of days and making his presence known as a two-way player. Speaking of two-way players. Garrett Gores, what a weekend. Opening day start on Friday. Big part in yesterday's win and an even bigger part here today, Garrett. You drive in a total of three runs in this game, hit a no-downer solo shot to open up the fifth inning. How good did it feel to have a day like this? Three hits for you at the plate. Oh, it was it was a lot of fun. You know, I was seeing the ball pretty well today and uh, had good results just not trying to do too much, honestly, but happened to hit the ball pretty good. Right off the bat, I knew, and it was a great feeling. What did you think on that one? You hit it over the fence, left field, no doubt. Or first pitch you saw, what kind of pitch was it you hammered? It was a fastball. Like, he was a little submarine guy, like sidearm submarine. So I was just ready to ambush first pitch, and he threw me one in a good spot to hit, and I didn't miss it so yeah no downer on that one it was fun looking at our twitter a couple of former players from last summer who mm -hmm. were teammates of the ezra samperi i thought they liked the tweet about you homering they had to be thinking gosh it's weird seeing gores hitting cleanup here but garrett you had a fantastic spring and i think fans you know when they see you come hit this coming week they're gonna know you can really do it both ways how fun is it that right now to be having so much success at the plate and on the mound oh it's a lot of fun you know i mean it's just kind of a transition over of the lot of confidence i had to go in my school ball season and just keeping it rolling right now.
Yeah, you're enjoying yourself here, heading to Gonzaga, as we talked about. Now let's go through that seventh inning. You guys score eight runs. You had one of the four hits in the frame. What are you thinking at, at bat? You've got runners at second and third. Seemed like you were just trying not to be a hero in that instance, just hit the ball the opposite way. Exactly. I mean, my approach was, like, I don't have to do too much. I'm just trying to score the run here. I'm, uh, they're going to attack outside. I mean, I just hit a ball pretty well off of him on the inner half, so... My guess is that they're not going to challenge in. They're going to go away, which, what, which is what they did. And I just try to stay simple to the ball and hit a one liner the other way. What's the biggest thing you guys need to continue to do at the plate to have success in this upcoming series against Springfield? Yeah, I think it's just getting runners on and then cashing in when we have the chances. I think we did a pretty good job of most of the opportunities we had. We made the most of it. We got guys on, got them in scoring position, and scored them pretty good in this game. And then, you know, just just maximizing our opportunities that we have. Home opener coming up on Tuesday night, 6.35 p.m. against Springfield. You're a second-year Apple Sox player, mm -hmm. played start to finish last season. What is it going to mean to be coming back at home and playing in front of the Wenatchee faithful this coming week? Oh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm hoping to see a packed-out stadium. So, And then, you know, we got Quincy, another guy who's back this year. So it'll be a lot of fun to see him pitch, and hopefully we get another W. Hoping for it. Uh, Garrett, 3-0 so far. What do you say we make it 4-0 Tuesday? I'd love to have it. We'd love to see it. Garrett, thanks for joining us here. Thank you. That's Garrett Gores, Apple Sox utility man, getting it done here. Three RBIs today, including his first home run of the season and in an Apple Sox uniform. The Wenatchee Apple Sox are seeking host parents for the 2023 season. Premier Summer Collegiate Baseball returns to Paul Thomas Senior Stadium on June 6th, and Apple Sox players need homes to stay in during the summer. Local families in the Wenatchee Valley and surrounding communities have housed players for the last 22 seasons and formed lifelong bonds with our players. Apple Sox host parents receive free season tickets, recognition on field at the end of the season, and much more. To learn more, please email info at applesox.com or call 509-665-6900. Prior to the series finale between the Apple Sox and the Ben Delks on Sunday, I had a chance to catch up with Apple Sox right-handed pitcher Toby Haar, who had himself a fantastic game on Saturday night, tossing the final three innings and not allowing any runs in the series-clinching victory against the Elks. Give a listen. I'm Joel Norman, and we're joined now by one of the stars from Saturday night's win for the Apple Sox, Toby Haar, who got the final three innings in relief. Three shutdown innings from you, Toby. Fantastic work. How did that feel to get out on the mound? You didn't have a ton of work this spring in Kansas. Yeah, no, it, you know, it felt great. It's, it's nice to get out here at a different state, compete at a different level, and just get after it. So I loved it. You had two strikeouts in last night's game. First one was to end the eighth inning, second to conclude the night and end the ninth inning. I asked your pitching coach, Mike Callia, which one he thought was bigger. I want to hear your opinion. Which strikeout was bigger of those two for you, at least in that moment? I think maybe nine strikeouts were a huge part of last night. I think just kind of getting out. And I think I would say probably the second strikeout just because it was the end of the game. But at the end of the day, like an out's an out. So whatever it does, it gets it done. So I love that one in the eighth because you got into a little trouble to start that inning. Then you kind of settled down. So far, that's kind of been the MO of this pitching staff. You get into a situation, then you pitch your way out of it. How did you get out of your jam in that situation? I think it was a couple of runners who reached to open up the eighth. I think kind of after that one walk in the, I believe it was the eighth inning, kind of just get back, focus, and do what I do and kind of just attack the strike zone. I know, I know how I am as a pitcher and just believe in myself and get after it. Chatting with Apple Sox right-hander Toby Haar ahead of first pitch between the Sox and the Elks coming up at 5.05 p.m. Toby, you had, as I mentioned, played at Kansas this year, transferring to Central Arizona. What stood out about joining the Vaqueros? They've had a lot of success in recent years. What excites you the most about joining them? 
I think something that sticks out to me is development. And I think somewhere like Central can definitely do that. And I think that's what made me do the switch. So I think I'm looking forward to this fall and getting after it in the spring. Nice for you today. Not likely to be called upon. A lot of fresh arms. You can kind of enjoy this one. But a lot of home games coming up next week. You've had a chance to come for a couple of practices at Paul Thomas Senior Stadium. What excites you about this six-game homestand coming up on Tuesday? I think the fan base is great. I think it's a it's a small town. It's a great area. And I think um, I'll be able to get after it this coming fall or this this coming home game. So I think it'll be a it'll be a good area. Now you're a guy who's on an innings limit here this summer. Uh, what has been the the plan for you pitching wise? It sounds like you might get some opportunities to start. Has that been something you talked about with the coaching staff after last night yet? It has been. I, I think they're wanting me around 30 innings. I think um, whether that's through a start or mid relief, we still kind of haven't decided that but i'm, I'm gonna guess it's gonna be a start here shortly but i think i think regardless how i get it done it's just get after and do what i do preparing for a relieving role like yesterday uh, right now this time of day a, a day ago what are you doing to get ready knowing i could get called here tonight i think always just being prepared i mean um obviously this spring i didn't throw much and i was a reliever for uh the jayhawks and i think kind of just having the mindset of always being ready and you never know what's going to happen Awesome. Well, Toby, thanks for joining us. Great job last night. Looking forward to the next time we see you on the mound. Thank you, Joel. And that does it for this edition of the Apple Sox podcast. And what a weekend it was for the Sox in Bend, taking care of business against the Elks, taking the series. And they have an off day on Monday before getting back in action on Tuesday night, the home opener as they take on the Springfield Drifters. We hope to see you at the ballpark. It's the first of six consecutive games at home for Wenatchee. Three against Springfield Tuesday through Thursday, 6.35 p.m. each night. Friday night against Victoria, the first game between the Sox and the Harbor Cats in Wenatchee since back in 2019 when the Harbor Cats visited in game one of the North Division series in which the Sox would win that game. But they have not had Victoria in Wenatchee since 2019. Should be a fun series. Saturday is fireworks night, 7.05 p.m. first pitch. And then next Sunday, the Apple Sox and Harbor Cats will wrap up their series, the first family fun day of the season. Lots of stuff to look forward to with that one. Apple Sox baseball cards will be given out to fans in attendance at that game. Got to arrive early while they still last. And then make sure to stick around after the game. The Wenatchee High School Mariachi group will be performing afterwards. So you can stick around. Concessions will be open later. And it'll be a fun afternoon for friends, family, and everyone who comes out to the park at Paul Thomas Senior Stadium. You can purchase your tickets to all games right now by heading over to applesocks.com. Thanks for tuning in to the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast. If you enjoyed it and don't already, please subscribe to get updates on our newest episodes. Make sure to like the Apple Sox on Facebook and follow at Apple Sox on Twitter or Instagram. Wenatchee Apple Sox baseball, celebrating summer one inning at a time.